Welcome back to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. It is Friday, October 6th. In studio with me today, the Reverend Bart Day. Now, in the past, when you've heard Bart Day on studio in studio here, he uh, was with the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod Office of National Mission, the executive director, but recently became the new president and CEO of Lutheran Church Extension Fund, Pastor Day. Welcome. Thank you, Andy. It's great to be with you again. Good to have you in studio and uh, and in talking about LCEF. Our friend uh, Rich Robertson recently retired. He has retired from LCEF. I'm sure Rich is going to find all kinds of other things to do uh, in his uh, new time and energies in life. But uh, LCEF has been blessed for the last eight years to be served by Rich and, of course, was served by several very faithful men uh, for decades before that. Uh, But Rich has done tremendous things at LCEF and has left a great, solid foundation to build upon uh, to create a real bold future for LCEF as it continues to serve uh, individuals and congregations and schools and recognized service organizations across the Synod. So passing the torch on now to you, and congratulations Thank on you your, very much. your new it's, appointment. I'm quite humbled to be able to serve in this new way. It's going to be an exciting new endeavor, uh, certainly uh, a tremendous opportunity now uh, to be a part of the LCF family, which is which is great. And, and, and there are many of us who are part of the LCEF family. Absolutely. My family included, including the youngest member of our family. Oh. He's a young investor. There you go. Little lambs. 60,000 almost investors now at wow. LCEF. So uh, a tremendous uh, blessing to the church that our investors, young and old, uh, faithfully entrust their dollars to LCEF uh, for us to use those dollars then to lend. Uh, and you're probably well aware the lending portfolio is $1.4, $1.5 billion of $1.8 billion of uh, investments and assets. So it's not just a small amount of capacity. It's a huge amount of capacity that those investors uh, give to the church to see the gospel uh, and the growth of the work of the church be sustained uh, around the world. It's just tremendous. Other church bodies, uh, I think, <laughs> you know, stand in awe of what LCEF is able to do for the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. And you're not new to LCEF. You've been greatly connected to LCEF throughout much of your service here at the International Center. Yeah, and- it was wonderful doing mm-hmm. the national mission piece, had lots of opportunity to connect with LCEF, whether that was with encouraging church workers to have their mortgages at LCEF or in new mission plans or with ethnic ministry plants and supporting districts and their ministries uh, with their congregations and schools, LCF, all a part of that, uh, sometimes a period to be behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. uh, but really that partner with the districts of the Synod to really expand the work and ministries happening there. So I've had plenty of connections with people, but at a whole new level now, getting to be a part of that family. And it's, uh, I can say I've been there officially full time, you know, by myself on the job (laughs) for a week. Today is the fifth day and nothing has blown up at LCEF yet. (laughs) <laughs> yet. <laughs> but I had a month with Rich where we served together, and that was a mm-hmm. tremendous blessing to get out in the church and for him to introduce me and share lots of great insights into LCF. So uh, that transition time has been has been wonderful. What did you learn prior to your position in LCEF? What did you learn about LCEF that that drew you in, that uh, that makes you so proud of, of LCEF. You were just you know talking a moment ago about how uh, other church bodies may look at, at LCEF and be uh, amazed at what we're able to do uh, by the, the many blessings that, that God has provided through the structure of this organization. Yeah, I mean, I was drawn to LCEF because of the ministry that they're providing. 
Now, I understand that it's kind of unique and, and a bit outside, and some people will say that LCF's not doing the ministry. That's okay. I mean, we're not doing word and sacrament ministry. But, I mean, we are enabling and facilitating faithful stewardship for people in their daily lives and then with their congregations and out in the world. And what draws me is that tremendous capacity from our investors to allow churches and schools and individuals and RSOs to do things that perhaps they couldn't in the general lending banking world, that they can partner with LCEF uh, to do amazing things for the ministry that are pretty progressive or outside the box. Uh, and LCF is giving people the ability to do that. So that's why I'm drawn uh, that LCF is certainly as a, as a business running very well and taking well care of our investors. But it's really the ability to use those dollars that are generated to continue to seed and fuel ministry uh, into the future. So LCF talks a lot about being bold. Uh, and one of the things I'm interested in really talking about is what bold decisions does LCF need to make today to assure that bold future tomorrow? LCF is about to turn 40. I mean, we're almost 40 years old. And now extension work has been happening in the church since kind of arguably the late 1800s, but kind of in 1902, you get a really progressive group mm -hmm. of congregations who pool their dollars together so that they can plant a church somewhere else. And then over time, districts start taking on that role of pooling dollars together to lend to support ministry. Uh, and then a little over 40 years ago, that starts to coalesce at the national level where you start to create uh, an ability to support uh, congregations and individuals and work all across the Senate. And this is what gives birth uh, ultimately to LCEF. Our birthday actually is June the 15th. And so 1978, so June 15th uh, of this coming year, we'll celebrate 40 years. And so I'm interested in thinking what, what does LCF look like in 50 years, 60 years? Mm -hmm. What will LCF look like when it celebrates its 75th birthday? Long after all of us are probably... Not only not in the ministry, I'm hoping by that time I'm in heaven with Jesus. So, but the extension work of the kingdom yeah. will continue uh, and people will be able to invest and then in their investing really bless the church by supporting the expansion of ministry around the world. What are ways that that, that, that happens, that LCEF is able to support uh, ministry around the world? You mentioned congregations and individuals earlier. What does that look like for congregations? What are the ways that LCEF helps congregations carry out the, the the work that the Lord has given them. Sure. Well, I mean, I think, you know, first off, we think about the financial support that LCF can, can lend to congregations, whether they're just doing some general church improvements or whether they have big building projects or they're going to purchase new property to expand a ministry in, in mm -hmm. their community in another way. Uh, but LCF has a lot of other pieces under ministry support where we can offer them architectural help. Uh, we can help them to think about the future vision of their congregation. We can coach their pastors. We can help them with capital campaigns. So there's a lot of other pieces in ministry support where we really want to help uh, be a part of the revitalization of congregations as they're facing struggles and challenges. Some of those are financial or have they rear their head in financial ways. LCF has a lot of resources in those areas to really partner and come alongside those congregations to assure that they're healthy, to assure that they're looking at their own strategic plan and how they're kind of unpacking ministry in their place. Uh, and so we want to make sure that we're bringing those resources. Of course, the other, when you talk about building, you think about laborers for Christ, which right. is kind of a 
a, a name and a hallmark that people know across the synod, uh, where they've been helping us build or expand, and with, especially with congregations. Uh, so a lot of a lot of support to congregations, and then in that other way that you mentioned with the congregations, really to help their rostered church workers. I'm not sure if people understand that the loan portfolio for rostered church workers is now well over a hundred million dollars. Um, so. LCF is uniquely positioned to help our rostered church workers purchase their homes, uh, to help walk them through that process, uh, to help them along the way, again, to talk about faithful stewardship and, and, and assuring that, that those dollars that they have, that they're being good stewards of those in their whole life, um, and that they're not having problems financially. So just a lot of, a lot of love. LCF, the one thing I'm learning quickly is that while we're a business and, you know, we're a non-for-profit financial institution. Uh, we operate a whole lot different than your local lender and bank. The, the purpose, the ministry, the people that are mm-hmm. inside that office across the street, uh, they believe in the mission and ministry of LCF. And they know that we're there to do something different. We're serving a different, a different constituency and we're serving them in a different way. And really able to work with and love people and come alongside people and give them kind of support that they may not find in other places. That's that's quite unique. And again, able to do that because we have loving investors across the church that are willing to entrust those dollars to LCEF to be a good steward of those um, so that they make return, but so they're really impacting ministry. And particularly when it comes to congregations and uh, you know rostered church workers, by providing that loving support for them, then they're able to carry out the, the work that they've been given and to do so with less worries about the, the other issues that, exactly. that this world brings, particularly when it comes to those uh, financial circumstances. I have a personal story that that I think can uh, speaks to what you were speaking, uh, what you're saying about uh, doing so lovingly and, and the, the LCEF family really caring about what they're doing um, when they're going about their work. Uh, you were talking about the, the rostered church worker uh, loans, you know, having their, their mortgage, their home loan through LCEF and uh, I have experienced that and I have I I it was my first home and the uh, the uh, one of the staff at the title company said I don't know who these Lutherans are uh, but they were the <laughs> nicest nicest lenders I've ever worked with they were the nicest people I've ever worked with good <laughs> I think LCF cares deeply about our customers and the customer care the customer a service that we're providing is... But not just me, how they interacted with the title company and and everybody else they worked with in that process really was, uh, gave witness to to who we are and what we're about and uh, as a church to... uh, They take their daily mm -hmm. vocations of being Christian very serious in their daily life. Mm -hmm. And they see this as, as the vocation that God has called them to, whether they're accountants or financers or lenders or working with rostered church workers or answering the telephones. I mean, they really see this as a calling, that they're serving the greater good of the church in those daily vocations that God's given them to do. That's a wonderful organization to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was it was encouraging to me to hear that about my lender when I was <laughs> buying my home. I don't know who these Lutherans are, but they sure are the nicest lender we've ever worked with. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so, well, let me tell you more about him. Well, the uh, taking the reins now and uh, and learning more, I'm sure, even more intimately about LCEF um, and, and getting to know the staff. 
Uh, tell me, you mentioned a little bit ago how the staff really take uh, very seriously their job. Tell me about, you know, getting to know everybody at LCEF in the last month. It's been great. I mean, it's kind of baptism by fire. I'm yeah. drinking out of the fire hydrant. I mean, it's shooting at me. Uh, you have a tremendous senior leadership team there. Uh, most of those people have been around for, for a very long time. Um, and they are kind of, you know, the stalwarts of LCEF. So they are a tremendous group of people to work with, but within their department. So I was, I've got a whole onboarding process, and a lot of that is actually just getting to sit down and listen to people within their departments of of not just kind of mechanically what they're doing, but why they're doing it and the processes mm-hmm. of how they're doing it. So, yeah, I've got to spend a lot of time just kind of going around. And uh, I haven't completely started doing what I used to do when I was here in the Senate building where I just kind of roam around and pop into people's cubicle and just sit down, even if they didn't want to talk to me and just start talking. <laughs> but that's going to come soon at LCEF. I'll start uh, doing the same thing uh, once some of the travel slows down a little bit. But it has been great to get to know the people. You have a great, dedicated, loving uh very dedicated Christian group of people there who love what they do mm-hmm. and they're very, very good at what they do. Um, but again, doing it for a greater purpose. So it's been, been wonderful. The other side of LCEF uh, that, that contributes, I think, to the success of LCEF are the investors. You mentioned the investors earlier. Who are the, who are the investors of LCEF that, that contribute to this success? Well, demographically, you can look at who they are and break them apart of young and old and individuals and congregations Mm -hmm. um, that invest. But I think when you ask who the investors are, uh, they are people uh, at the end of the day who actually believe in the mission of the church. And they care deeply about their congregation. They care deeply about the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. They care about the work of their districts. And they want to see that work continue and expand. They love their pastors. They love their Lutheran school teachers. They love their DCEs and deaconesses. They want them to have access to those resources. They want them to have access to those dollars for their mortgages. Or they want their congregations and schools to have access to those dollars and resources when the time comes. So the investors are, are very unique. Um, they're not coming to LCF just to get the best rates in town. Uh, they're coming there for, for a ministry and a purpose. Um, and they're trusting LCF to be to be faithful stewards and quite conscientious mm-hmm. of those dollars, um, not only so that they can re- receive the return on their investment, but more importantly. So uh, they are a unique, uh, loving group of people uh, who also deeply care about the future of the church a- and the unique role then that LCF plays in helping the church to do its work and fulfill its mission. What does... Uh, you you described you know the the great work of LCEF. What do you think success looks like um, for LCEF? What do you think? Can we use that word success? Oh yeah, I think <laughs> you can. <clears throat> yeah, that's fine. Um, I think that there are two things. I think questions around the sustainability of LCEF and around the relevance of LCEF are in, important when you talk about the future. Uh, what's the sustainability of the business model in a demographically changing Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod that's, that's changing, that's having its own challenges, as is most of all of Protestant American congregations who are declining and shrinking and having challenges on the mission field abroad as well as at home? You know, how does LCF sustain? Uh, where are the next 
generation of investors who see the value, the faith value of investing their dollars with LCF for the sake of the mission. So I think that, you know, the future success talking about sustainability. I think the relevance of LCF is a question to ask as that church is changing. Is there any relevance for extension work to be done? Is it relevant to investors what LCF does with their dollars for the sake of the gospel? Um, so I think sustainability, relevance are key questions for the future. Now, part of that, I think future success for LCF has to do with a regionalization of LCEF. And people who are kind of inside LCEF or, or are investors have probably start, they've already started to hear about this, that LCEF is trying to decentralize itself a bit from here in St. Louis to have three regions and regional offices. And the office in the central region in Minneapolis is, is up and starting. Uh, the region on the west which is around Irvine, California area, is starting to get itself going. And then there'll be a region on the east. And where that will be located exactly is kind of yet to be determined. Orlando seems to be like a potential landing ground. Uh, but the idea of that regionalization is for us to get closer to our customers, to give better customer support and care to people uh, by offering more and more services, particularly those support services, out in the regions. Um, so that's a a face change for LCF. It will help us really, I think, to better interact and support district vice presidents and the work that we closely do with the 35 districts of the Synod in their extension work on the ground. Uh, but that will, I think, be a part of a part of the future of LCF, sustainability, our relevance, and then how do we implement a regional model where we're really able to bring some additional capacity and support and resources down closer to our customers as we we care for them, whether it's our investors or the people who are borrowing from LCEF. So what do you want? What do you want for LCEF as you look toward the future? I want LCEF to be financially strong and faithful. Those are the two things I'm looking for. Um, LCEF is a financial institution, so we need to be uh, very business savvy and we need to run ourselves fiscally well for the sake of the mission and ministry, and the expansion of the gospel. So that's what I want for LCF. I want it to function well as a business, as an operation, but always, absolutely always for the sake of the mission. And that's part of the glorious future of LCF, too, as the mission is changing within the Missouri Synod. I think LCF is uniquely positioned to be quite progressive, quite innovative, quite creative, with partners in the field who see new and unique ways to engage the world with the gospel. LCF can come alongside of those people with some tremendous capacity to see what might be done in new creative and innovative ways. So with younger generations who love micro lending and social enterprise and housing <laughs> and stuff like this, things that LCF has talked about but is not really fully engaged in in the past, I think now's the time to start talking creatively and boldly about what do we do in the future that really helps to expand mission and ministry around the world. What did you learn from Rich Robertson? Uh, you said, you mentioned that you had a month to, to work side by side with him. Um, what, what did you learn from him or from others as you prepared? What advice have you received as you prepared for this new position? The greatest advice that I've received is honor the past and build the future. Um, we have a tremendous past at LCF 
of, of men and women who faithfully serve there, who've done creative and innovative things for the sake of the church for the last 39, now almost 40 years. So build on those things. Um, don't throw them away and try to start all over. Build on what is there, but really build the future, which is exciting and is dynamic and is not just sort of, oh, woe is me, the church is shrinking. And, you know, I dealt with those challenges when I was in the Office of National Mission. So I think I'm uniquely poised that having worked with those 35 districts and congregations and schools, and I've seen pretty much pretty raw and bare what's going on in the Synod. You know, how does LCF now come uh, and do that? So, and I think the other great piece of advice that I've had uh, that has been given to me is care deeply for the investors because without the investors at LCF and their trust and commitment to LCF, there is no, there is no work for LCF to do. So, so care for them greatly and, and really value them and not just for the dollars they're investing, but why they are choosing to invest their dollars at LCEF. So those have been the greatest pieces of advice from Rich and from others uh, that I've been given in these last several weeks. So now what, uh, what lies ahead for this year? Uh, there's a, a conference coming up and a student marketing competition has been a, a tradition now for a little while. Absolutely. All those things will continue. So the fall leadership conference will be coming up here in November. That's the big gathering for our annual meeting that LCEF has, but certainly more than that. We'll have great speakers, opportunities for our investors and borrowers to be together and, and have some great times. Like you say, the uh, competition uh, that Becca leads every year, the marketing competition with the Concordia Universities will happen again. Uh, for me this year, you know, I have a 90-day onboarding plan that has me learning a lot in the office and traveling all over the country to get out in the field and meet people. I expect that's going to be going uh, long into 2018 with district conventions that will be coming up, and LCEF will have a presence at those district conventions, and I'll try to be out there uh, visiting with folks and uh, hearing the needs in the church so that LCF can respond. For me, I think this first year is going to be a lot of listening and learning, hmm. uh, a new world, <laughs> a new world of LCF, but also continuing mm-hmm. to listen and learn from the church. What, what do they really need? Where are those challenges? And specifically, how does LCF come alongside to really impact in a meaningful way the gospel for the work that's being done around the world? So it, it's tremendously exciting. I have a wonderful family who, you know, loves me and gives me lots of latitude to be hither, tither, and yonder around the world doing my work as they've done for many, many years with me. Uh, and so it's, uh, I got a great church family here in St. Louis who loves me and embraces me and knows that I'm gone half the time when I'm out on the road and uh, when I'm there, they, they're they very kind to me. So uh, it's been a very good transition. And I think the, the next year uh, and my entire tenure at LCF is going to be a great blessing. So you'll be out visiting various regions, absolutely, congregations, uh, various sites in the yep. in the coming year yep. uh, to learn more about those whom LCEF serves and and those who are investors. That's right. Uh, those who who make up this LCEF family. That's right. So what areas what areas do you know some about already, and what are you eager to learn more about? Well, I think I certainly have 
more to learn about sort of the, the, the finance and lending arm of LCF. And I'm trying to be very intentional mm-hmm. uh, to do continuing education and to really kind of dig in and learn the, the financial lending. Although I have to tell you that we have tremendous people that work at LCEF in the financing and lending, that that is their full-time professional expertise. And we have some of the the, the greatest people uh, in the world that are working at LCF to do those things. But really some time to, to get my arms around those things so that I'm able to be a very faithful steward of those gifts and talk about sustainability as the CEO of, of LCEF. Uh, but certainly the ministry support piece is one that I'm very interested in. All of these other benefits and services that Max Biesenthal brings alongside of congregations and schools uh, to help them through the process or through challenges. I, I think that's a, a tremendous growth area for me. And then you have all the communication and marketing and care for our investors. So uh, there is a, there is an awful lot to learn, <laughs> but uh, I'm very excited to be doing it. It's uh, I joke a lot about you know, I went to the parish, I went to Concordia, Nebraska, go Bulldogs, and then went to Concordia <laughs> Seminary and went to be a parish pastor in Houston, Texas. And, you know, the first thing that the church asked me to do that I wasn't trained to do at seminary was be the headmaster of a Lutheran school. And then I came to Synod to be the executive of National Mission, which is another thing that the seminary didn't train me to do. Uh, and now I'm serving as the president and CEO of LCF, which is another thing the seminary did not prepare me to do. Uh, but all along the way, I've had tremendous people to work with. I've had the opportunity to continue in education and, and kind of really choose into those things. And those opportunities have been nothing but a blessing as the Lord has opened these doors to serve the church. So I'm very honored uh, and privileged to be now at LCEF and it's, it's going to be tremendous. Well, I know that uh, it, it it's going to be uh, an exciting year learning because I know you're a lifelong learner. And, Absolutely. Uh, and I know that that's going to be a great adventure for you. I'm very happy for you, too, Thank that you. you get to do something you enjoy doing. I know that you enjoyed serving here in, in the Office of National Mission and, and now a new adventure as a lifelong learner, but also um, as an encourager. I think that that's uh, certainly something that, that you carry with you everywhere you go in whatever vocation you're Thank given. You. You're an encourager to others. And so seeing you, uh, knowing that you'll get to be out in the field meeting uh, all of these who who make up the LCEF family and encourage them and encouraging them in the ministries that to which they're given as well. I think that's a key and significant as well. How uh, we only have just about a half a minute left. How can we learn more about LCEF and many of the things you talked about today, uh, investing and lending and and uh, the the ministry support, all those things. Visit us on the website lcef.org. You can get all the information off the website including telephone numbers for the customer service folks. You can call them and ask questions. Uh, You can email me, bart.day at lcef.org, and I'm happy to reply to your email or to uh, direct you on to other folks at LCEF that can answer your questions. And I tell you, calling the number at LCEF, those folks are the nicest people when they answer the phone. You can hear them smile when they they answer the phone. They are wonderful. (laughs) Well, thanks so much. The Reverend Bart Day, President and CEO of Lutheran Church Extension Fund. Thanks so much for being my guest today. Congratulations on your position. Thank you, Andy. Always uh, wonderful to be with you. Coming up in just a little bit, Thy Strong Word on the Messenger of Good News Worldwide, KFUO. You've been listening to Faith and Family, produced by Worldwide KFUO, the official broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Your support is vital for this program to continue. 
To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO.